The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Versecast, the Star Citizen podcast. My name is John Abraham. My name's Jimmy Croker. And I am Gleep. We are those guys with ships. This is episode 21 of the podcast. Can you believe it, guys? 21 episodes in. It's just flying by. Isn't nice. it? That's just wonderful. I mean, we're 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 of drinking age now. It's awesome. <laughs> Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. And today is March 9th. 2945 standard earth time and um what did you guys think of the new uh intro the new intro very nice oh excellent yes i loved it it's fantastic (laughs) it was incredible it blew my mind i thought so too well it is called synergetics i think is how we're going to pronounce that word because i think it is a made-up word and it's the name of the song that we're using for the intro and the outro tracks of the show i did finally get that done so um you will be hearing that when you listen to this um and it is off of uh, ronald jenke's latest album alphanumeric please do go check it out www.ronaldjenkies.com and again we thank you ronald for letting us use your songs that's very cool of you so um First off, last week um, I totally skipped over um, something which I thought was very cool that was on the RSI um, comms page. The comms page all. If you go there, it's um, um, it, there's a just they have a, a really good breakdown of how um, of um, um, the stuff that is the latest stuff, uh, and uh, they also started doing a thing where they're doing a recap of the week, a weekly rundown. So if you've only got a few minutes and you want to go see everything official that's come out of RSI, uh, go to the com link all and then click on the weekly rundown. You won't be sorry. But one thing that I did miss from last week's uh, notes were was the um, Disco Lando is uh, who. Uh, has been a longtime contributor uh, in from the community. Uh, got hired um, at CIG, and he is now doing a, among other things, a show. A I think it's going to be monthly. Uh, it's called the Wonderful World of Star Citizen, and it's uh, an episodic collection of community created content. And um, the first episode included some pretty cool stuff, including the Pieces of Eight uh, video by Fiendish Feather. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, that Did, thing was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, very it's, nicely I, done. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it's it, uh, for folks that haven't seen it. It shows some pirates boarding boarding a Connie and ruthlessly killing everybody and taking all their stuff and being just real douchebags. And so um, they make me sad. I don't like pirates that much. Um, I'm somebody, kind of jealous because I would like to make stuff like that, but I, they must be using um, CryEngine and just pulling the models from the existing uh, files. And then just animating their own 
uh, figures or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's really really awesome uh, what they did and kind of an insight into what we can expect from the PU. That's very cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'd like to see the video though where the uh, cargo haulers get away. Yeah, somebody yeah, make that. Somebody make that video. Yeah, yeah. Or where they call the cops and the cops show up and they arrest the bad guys and you know and and we would have got away with it if it hadn't been for these meddling kids. <laughs> you get you get that. I, I get it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, uh, uh, that one is in there. It's very uh, very cool. And uh, there's a, a lot of other cool uh, community uh, generated stuff. And then also. Um, uh, a big shout out to the guys over at Guard Frequency who are featured. Their podcast is featured, and um, so that's very cool. Uh, please go check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, good work, all you guys. We uh, we sure enjoy watching the stuff and um, uh, look forward to seeing more of it in the future. It's great to find uh, all of the uh, community and fan stuff in one place once a month uh, in case you miss anything. So I know everybody's always you know looking for stuff, but you always miss one or two things, and it's nice to have that all in one place now. Yeah, I think so, and it, it, it kind of because they pulled some stuff out of uh, around the verse, and I think that it's made that show a little bit cleaner too. So, yeah, know, absolutely. I, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's a good uh, thing. I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what comes out next month. And speaking of uh, community content and folks recognizing it out loud, so that we all can uh, share in it. Uh, there's a gentleman named Andy uh, Andy B, and he is in the. Uh, RSI community forums, and we want to give him a, a big shout out because he has uh, featured. He has a big list of Star Citizen videos and podcasts. And um, um, I don't know, John, how did you find this? Did you just uh, did someone tell you, or did you just stumble across it? I don't know. I honestly, I think it might have been Caleb that showed it to me. Um, oh, okay. I saw this a long time ago. Uh, it was just. He, he keeps updating it, um, so I think there's like three different threads, but there's one that's the most updated, um, and we will link that in the show notes. But uh, yeah, he's he's just been keeping a, a list of all of the community-created cre- content, you know, podcasts and uh, YouTube channels and all that stuff in like this really comprehensive list, and it's, it's very, um, it just, it has everything on there. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in uh, finding some uh, star citizen content uh, from the community definitely check out this list but yeah he has he has us included on there um, and then he has a specific thread with all of our episodes on there it's it's really awesome that he put it together it's like it's really up to date um, and just yeah big props to Andy for putting that together yeah that's very cool very yeah cool. so very like nice. he has he has it broken down I guess by by month and then also uh, by show correct yeah Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll put a link uh, to his uh, his forum entry there, and then you, if you just um, just search for us in there, you uh, should be able to find it. All right. Um, so I think probably the uh, the event with the highest amount of awesome in it has to have been uh, PAX East Boston this weekend. Very very cool stuff. Um, I think um, all three of us got a chance to watch. Uh, a, a, a live feed from it, though it wasn't actually being streamed. We did, uh, I know Jimmy posted in the forums that uh, Bad News Baron was, was streaming it, I guess from his cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked like it. 
Yeah, but uh, it was uh, it was still it was good enough that you could tell what was going on. But it was um, anyway. It was uh, Chris Roberts' uh, presentation Saturday evening, and it was uh, it was very very cool. Um, and uh, sort of a side note, as we're recording this now on Monday evening, they just released the presentation to the RSI website, so you can you can check it out there, and it's a little bit better quality, but um, uh, it's uh, the content is the same. And so, just real quick, the stuff that they discussed—they, you know, they were going over new weapon mounts, uh, the electronic access, get it, EA store, where we're going to be able to uh, spend our rec to rent stuff, um, the new damage tech, which was um, it was pretty cool as they were um, demoing it in the—they had a video that they were showing uh, um, uh, that was demonstrating how the new damage uh, tech works. And uh, there was no sound, but there was, you know, a, a laser that was shooting at a ship and pieces were coming off and what have you. But since there was no sound, all the people in the crowd just spontaneously started going pew, 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 It was so cool. I mean, it's like, I so wish I was there. I so, I, I missed that part. Is is the damage um, organic or scripted? Oh, totally organic. Okay, okay. Totally it looks organic. like it. I mean... There were parts that looked like they kind of broke off similarly. I didn't know if I was just like making that up in my head or if it was totally organic, but it's it's really impressive. You can ba- basically chop off whatever you want off of <laughs> any ship. You can uh, you can write your name on a ship yeah. if you're a good enough pilot. Uh, Chris kind of mentioned that as like you know the new like teabagging. He's like just write your name <laughs> on the side of somebody's ship. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you're gonna you're gonna, when we get out to the PU, you're gonna see yellow stag written all over stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and so they um, um, and they did also um, release a um, a design doc which shows uh, how they they've uh, come to this point in the uh, the damage. Uh, technology and there is a video at the end of that which um, I believe is is the full video of what they showed at PAX and so definitely uh, check it it does have the sound it doesn't have the the cool audience participation but uh, uh, it's uh, it's spectacular it's just amazing now did you guys catch uh, the uh, multiplayer uh, is going to be a free flight in 1.1 yes yes and and how cool is that going to be for training yeah that's going to be amazing yeah, that's um. I, I did actually uh, get a chance to um um go out into the PTU and and do that. And they've they've oh. put a whole a whole bunch of new stuff out there. There are landing platforms so that you can um, land your ship. And what Chris was saying in the presentation was, you know, you can land your ship and uh, then go get into your buddy's ship, which you know is really cool. You know, if like it's like, hey, can I try see what it's like to. To fly in your, um, you know, in your Gladius, you know, or can I see what, you know, what that, how a Cutlass handles, you know, if you don't have access to that ship in your hangar, but you got a buddy, then theoretically you can go up there and um, switch ships. So um, nice. Well, I yeah. think it was. Um, let's see here. Somebody posted on the Versecast forums. Yellowstag posted a video that these guys made. Um, one guy was flying his Cutlass, and the other guy was EVAing next to him. And he flew next to, like, where the second seat would be. And Mm -hmm. I guess he could press E or something and get in the second seat. So so it's actually working. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. That's huge. That's awesome. (laughs) 
Maybe we can have a, a Darasan come uh, give us a ride. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what ships do you guys think will be, um, or what ships will be in uh, the next uh, patch? Because obviously you can do it in the Cutlass, but what other ships are you going to be able to um, multi-crew on, so to speak? Well, I think you had heard rumors of um, there being the retal or the the um, the Gladius, which we know is going to be in one point one. Right. Um, but I don't think there's going to be th- anything else flyable. The Retaliator is supposed to be hangar ready. Um, it was not in uh, the PTU, but um, Chris assured us at, during the presentation that it would be hangar ready in one point one. So, um, so but, much content, so quick. Ah, oh, but but to answer your question, um, Super Hornet, you should be able to pull off the same maneuver with a Super Hornet because you can crawl into the backseat of of, um, oh, yeah. of that ship. Um, I don't know that that would mean you would have access to the turret, though. That would be pretty cool if 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 you did. Um, and other than that, are there any other multi crew ships that are flyable right now? Not coming to my mind. But is uh, is the the training version of the Avenger available? I don't uh, think. Tra- don't think so. No, I don't think that's in the hangar yet. No, tra- I don't think so. The, what is the training version of the Avenger? It has two seats. Oh no, I I, I was not aware of this. Yeah, um, I don't know I what s- the purpose of it is, but I guess they call it the training version. But hmm. yeah, I don't think it's hangar ready yet. It's like, like a it, well, it's like a mystery variant. Um, I, like they talked about it early on, and I haven't heard anything since. Um, have you? Well, I, I keep seeing over and over and over again in uh, reverse the verse them saying no update on uh, Avenger variants. Ah. So, so that's but beyond that, no. I did not realize there was going to be a a, a training version of that. That's that's interesting. I wonder. Um, I know that there is going to be the uh, Misc Reliant is going to be a two-seater starter ship. I know we got that out of uh, one of the old stretch goals that we used to do, uh, but I wasn't aware that um, that the Avenger was going to do that. Huh? That's interesting. Yeah. Now it makes me sad that I sold mine yet again. Again. <laughs> Fourth time I've sold that ship. It's like a. It's like a bad relationship. It just keeps coming back and back. <laughs> so the retaliator is going to be ready in one point one. Hangar ready. So hangar we'll be able ready. To, okay. Yeah, yeah. Crawl crawl around okay. inside and. I was going to yeah. say that's a really big ship to be ready um, for dogfighting. <laughs> I just I don't know that you could properly dogfight. I think no. all you could just like might be do some, is just might be some balancing issues there too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but it, it will be able to just you know sit in it and make pew uh, pew noises. So. <laughs> that thing is so cool. Like my jaw was like on the floor while I was watching that video. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. I've pl- I've played that a timer forty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, so yeah, we know that that's going to be there, and the reveal vi- video was just really awesome, and it was great to uh, listen to the crowd just going nuts for it. Um, and then they discussed uh, what they called the ground war, which of course is going to be FPS. And Chris said we're getting released in two to three weeks' time, so about the end of the month. And um, we did see a, um, a demo of uh, of the FPS in action. Uh, they did a, a devs versus community 
uh, fight, and uh, you guys both saw that, right? Uh huh. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. What did uh, uh, John, our our resident FPS specialist, what did you think of it? Um, I'm not totally sold on the the zero G combat yet. Uh, uh-huh. it, it feels like you would should be able to do some like mirror's edge type maneuvers on there and just like grab onto those things and like push yourself like quickly off of them um Hmm. since it is zero g um so maybe they'll be adding that later but right now it looks like you can push off of them and i think um was it fable junkyard told us last night that you could with the space bar you can push off of them right Um, it just feels like you should be able to like lob over it um like quickly but yeah the grappling hook is cool it's kind of it's kind of slow but i guess it's it's going to be a really tactical mode i think um trying mm-hmm. to get to the other yeah, absolutely. other base um mm. i was it was it like a, a single life thing um it seemed like from the live demo they did that the rounds ended really quickly yeah yeah yeah, um, and they said that it was going to be sixteen versus sixteen players, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be uh, really intense. And then it's going to be eight v eight for the uh, ground combat, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, and then that demo where they just walked through the level—that mm-hmm. was really cool too. And if you go back to uh, to the RSI website and watch the 1080p video version that they have up now. Um, it's just it's incredible how much fidelity there is already mm-hmm. uh, it it looks it just you know it looks like a crisis game uh just how much detail that is already in there mm-hmm. and it it just gives you a real taste of what uh squadron forty two and then uh the p u is gonna be like yeah it's, yeah i, I, I think say it's beautiful it, to walk around in absolutely yeah yeah. yeah. Well, I think that part is called, is the Gold Horizon, right? Uh, yeah, s- yeah. Yep. Space station, mm-hmm. um, and so that's I think what we're going to get is we're going to get released the zero G battle arena and then the Gold Horizon map, which I don't think people were uh, able to play. Citizens were able to play at the. Uh, no, this is the map that they first demoed the FPS module on. Right, the one the way back at uh, was it PAX Australia where they did that. I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, didn't uh, didn't Chris say that they were slightly behind on the um, skeletal model? Maybe maybe that's got something to do with because they were saying that they wanted to actually release um, one point one during the presentation, uh, but that it actually had to get pushed back a couple of weeks. And he had mentioned that the uh, that they were behind on the uh, skeletal modeling. So maybe that's one of the reasons why we didn't see any of the ground game. Mm-hmm. Well, I figure that's a big part of it. Um, uh, no, actually, actually, I think a part of the problem that they had there is they had such poor internet connectivity there, and um, uh, it was either Matt or Richard, one of the Adlita brothers. <laughs> it was either it was either Hardpoint or Fabled uh, Junkyard uh, was saying that they they talked to the guys from Ilphonic, and uh, what they were saying is that the the internet connectivity was so bad there that they had to just like bubblegum and bailing wire something together to run on a local server. Yeah. They could they couldn't right. actually use the, the the servers they they had put together to to do the demo because they just couldn't get enough bandwidth um, uh, 
to make that happen. So, yeah. um, and they said that you know what they what they were uh, demoing there was not really a fair representation of just the the total awesomeness that was going to get released to us uh, in a couple three weeks. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you know, speaking of, as long we've mentioned them a couple of times, we really need to uh, uh, give a big shout out to uh, Matt and Richard Edlita. Uh, they are um, Hardpoint and Fable Junkyard. I think it's the other way around. I think Matt is Fable Junkyard and Richard is Hardpoint. Yeah, that's right. I hope I got that. I hope, okay. And then also uh, a buddy of theirs, uh, Hydrofire, and I can't. I don't know for sure if. Um, if they met him there, or if that was somebody that they knew, because I think they're they're both East Coast guys, so they are. Um, um, it was a road trip for them, I think. Um, but anyway, they uh, we had our weekly meetup last night, and they jumped in on Mumble and uh, uh, gave us kind of a, a rundown of, of everything that they saw there, and uh, it was um, it was by all accounts a very very cool event. Uh, they. Um, if you follow our Twitter, you will have seen uh, them post a picture of themselves, uh, Matt and Richard, with uh, Chris Roberts, and they said that he's just an incredibly cool guy, very humble, and genuinely uh, cares about this community that is helping uh, develop uh, this game. And uh, he said that they uh, that Chris, you know, took the time to talk to them and was, you know, and then it wasn't, you know, just like throwaway lines like, you know, hey, where are you from or uh, what kind of ships do you have? I mean, he was. They said that they had gotten some uh, uh, temporary tattoos, Star Citizen tattoos on their arms. I guess there was a booth where they were doing that. And Chris was like, oh, it's like, God, I, that's really great. And I, those were, tell me those are going to wash off. You didn't like do that permanently, <laughs> did you? <laughs> like, well, these are. But anyway, this, just this... a real personable, really friendly guy. And, you know, I, I, that that makes me happy too. You know, it's yeah. nice to be excited about this game as much as, as, as I am and, uh, and to. Uh, to uh, believe that the the guy that's in charge of the whole thing is just you know that you would you would like him living next door to you yeah yeah what you tell him is you go okay so no this this one on my forearm no this is fake but the portrait I have of you on my back is (laughs) (laughs) that might freak him out just a little bit yeah we'll see when you start taking your clothes off and saying here I'll show you So, um, and the guys we're, we're talking about, they met some of the other uh, citizens in attendance, uh, some uh, some really interesting folks, including, they met a, a couple, not just one, but a couple uh, completionists. So those are, are folks that have, uh, they have every ship and like, I think multiples of every ship. Um, the like, $15,000 package. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they got stuck in line behind a guy to, when they were in line to meet Chris. They got stuck behind a guy who wanted Chris to autograph pretty much anything he could grab his, you know, get his hands on. Anything that wasn't nailed down. This guy's, oh, can you sign this for me too? And it's like, it's like, dude, okay, we get it. You have an eBay account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to love those guys. Yeah. They, they said that uh, one of the completionist guys had to sell off his business to buy it. Well, no. I, I, I think it went the other way around. I think... I think this guy like made a bunch of money and then spent fifteen grand on Star Citizen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I don't I don't think he was like selling the farm to buy a video game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, maybe we'll, we can go with that story if it's better. <laughs> Man sells farm to buy video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And um, let's see. Uh, they, like I mentioned, they talked to the guys from Ilphonic and said that they were both really nice, and uh, they, you know, said that there's going to be um, uh, a lot of cool stuff coming, and it's coming soon. They, you know, they're sticking to the end of the month deadline, so um, it's exciting. Uh, I know I was texting with John while we were watching the presentation, and I said, yeah, do, "Do you like this?" And he was, uh, I, I could, I could just feel his heart racing on the other side of, uh, <laughs> of the, the cell phone there. I think I think he said something. I was it was a great phrase. He says, "I'm going to own faces." <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you have to own the faces. Faces yeah. must be owned. Yes. yes, I mean, if you're going to own any part, the faces is the first part that you have to own. Exactly. <laughs> is that like a predator thing, or is that I own spines? I think you own spines if you're a predator. Predator? I don't know. Yeah, the movie Predator. Does he? Like the, he like like that. That was his trophies. Is he took the spines, skulls and spines, right? Sk- skulls and spines. Oh, okay. You have to have something to put the skull on. You know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's an Arnold movie. You know all Arnold movies. I haven't seen that movie for a while. <laughs> Years. <laughs> I, all right. Okay. All right. My bad. Okay. And they also mentioned, and so I was. We asked them in chat last night. Um, again, Matt and Richard. You know, hey, did you um, did you get a chance to uh, see the Elite Dangerous booth or anything else cool? And they said first off that they went to the Oculus uh, booth where they were demo demoing the latest version. I guess there's a version after SDK two. And they were demoing that, and they said it's just like night and day. They said it's like what it's like playing an eight bit video game versus a, a you know, like HD TV. That the the level of fidelity is just exponentially higher. Yeah, well, I think the DK two was seven twenty p screen, and the newest one is ten eighty p. So, um, oh, okay, twice as many pixels, I guess. Um, and I yeah. guess this one has like way more tracking than the DK two had. So mm-hmm. yeah, I suppose it's a lot better. I I wanted to ask him. Um, I guess I maybe I I didn't think of it, but the uh, the new the Valve headset. Valve is working with HTC to make uh, their own VR headset, and I wonder if oh, that okay. was there um, because oh. that one has like even more tracking. Um, and I guess they have the Valve one has external devices that you put in your room so that it can track in a 15 by 15 foot area where you are Um, and then along with that it has controllers that you put in each of your hands kind of like a Wii nunchuck type thing Uh that those those sensors also track that so you would have complete control of both of your hands as well as your head Um, that's cool (laughs) yeah it sounds pretty awesome Wow, so I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like for for sports stuff, that would be like just excellent. Oh yeah, and and actually, I think the Valve one is supposed to come out this uh, holiday season. Oh. So I think they're actually aiming for a date, um, whereas the Oculus has no date at all. So. Wow, it's, it seems like this is this year. This year is going to be exciting outside of Star Citizen too. Oh yeah, and I'm I mean, I'm looking forward to doing VR with Star Citizen. I just hope somebody has a viable solution by mm-hmm. the time we're in the PU. Yeah. yeah, I think um I think the biggest issue right now is weight having and I think that they didn't someone say something about they kind of addressed that and gave it a little bit more balance on your head for extended wear. Yeah, I think uh, one of the guys was mentioning in chat last night that they 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 put a different counterweight on it or something like that, that it was more comfortable. So, um, 
but I don't I don't remember specifically what he said. But yes, I think that I think that they're they're certainly paying attention to that. Yeah, that's. I mean, I would say hands down, that's my biggest concern because if you're going to play Star Citizen for eight nine hours, I would imagine that that headset's going to really wear on you after a while. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And it's also, I mean, my main concern is what are they going to do about uh, folks that you know have a prescription, you know, uh, need to wear glasses, right? Um, I, you know, <laughs> I did actually, um, go to my optometrist and I asked him, I said, I showed him a picture of it and I said, so do you know about this? And he said, yeah, I've heard about it. And I said, is it possible for something like this, for them to resolve a prescription like mine just using software? And he said, yep, yeah, it is. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So hopefully that's, that's the way that they're going to do it because I, I can't imagine, you know, I've got, I've got turd Ferguson like glasses, you know, they're, they're like the, you know, like makes me look like a praying mantis. Like I, can't, <laughs> I can't imagine fitting those underneath my, uh, my goggles, but so anyway, um, they also, um, the guys went and played at the, uh, elite dangerous uh, booth. They said the lines were just enormous there that everyone wanted to play and that, all of the stations had a um, SDK two, so they played on those, and they said that it was it was great that it made stuff like so immersive. Um, so, you know, again, you know, real exciting for the future on how VR is going to affect uh, the quality of our play experience. So, very very cool. We um, um, so definitely check out um, uh, our Twitter feed. Uh, I tried to favorite and retweet everything that the guys sent from uh, from the con and uh, there's a lot of really cool pictures there so um, check it out I think you will like it um, okay um, so and then uh, they did also post a video uh, now for reintroducing the Aegis Retaliator which is as we were just discussing is supposed to be out in 1.1 um, if you haven't had a chance to go take a look at it, do look at it. You can get to it from that same page, from the Comlink page, and it's it's just amazing. It's um, I can hardly wait to walk around inside of it. I think it's just going to be. I'm, I'm going to make a picnic lunch, and I'm going I'm to have a picnic lunch in the Bombay. It's going to be awesome. In now Bombay. The, in Bombay. Hmm. In Bombay. In the what, Bombay. <laughs> what? Because um, this is like a ship you've been waiting for for a while, right? Yes, yes. So what um, what role are you most excited to play in this ship? Bomber pilot. You okay. know, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing it'll be a very useful... Because it has just a, a bunch of turrets, too. It has two, yeah. two, two turrets on the bottom and I believe three turrets on top. Um, or I've seen three turrets in some concept art. So, I mean, I think it's going to make a good escort ship for some of our Orions. Um, That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, it's kind of um, like see if we go back around and tie into the Orions. Yeah, the yeah. fifty that we own. <laughs> what did, did somebody sell one? <laughs> quite possibly, quite possibly. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I think that that's going to be it'll be a good escort ship. Um, also, if um, you know we, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not adverse to taking a mission uh, to go blow up a pirate base, you know, because I don't like pirates. Um. And let's see, also uh, this week we got some Lego ships, uh, which were pretty cool. There's a link there. Go check that out. They, uh, the Lego models continue. I think uh, they previously did a, a Hornet, and now there is uh, a concept anyway for the uh, um, 350R and the M50. And I, I guess the, kind of the deal is, is that you have to build a model, and then you submit it to Lego, and then they, they sort of do something similar to Steam where... 
if you get enough votes, then they green light it, and then it goes through some process, and eventually it'll actually become a toy that you can buy. So yeah, they did this with uh, the Minecraft sets that they released. Um, they put uh, them okay. up on this site, and then people voted on it. So yeah, it'd be cool if they went through. I would probably buy one. Oh yeah, I'd yeah. buy one for sure. Oh, the 350 for sure. I mean, my my desk at work needs this badly, <laughs> badly. Okay. Um, so, and speaking of around the verse, um, we got episode 34 this week, and there was some cool stuff in there. Um, ben Lesnick is really funny. Um, he said that when playing the Orion mini game, he went heavily into debt, and the game broke his legs. <laughs> yeah, that didn't end very well for him. I just—he said it with a straight face too. It's just like, man, I just—I I blew milk out my nose when he said that. Um, and uh, in the um, uh, Santa Monica report, they were talking about constellations just getting a whole, just getting buckets of love thrown at them. Just all, just they're pouring it all over the top. It's running down the sides, and there's just you know. So you guys, uh, you Connie owners, are I think are in, in store for uh, a, a good a good uh, time when that all gets done. And they were talking about, in particular, the P-52 Merlin getting uh, some attention and some focus. And I was going to ask you, Jimmy, is it is, is that ship actually in your... Is it in the Connie you have now? Yeah. Um, and let me first say that um, I'm like a 14-year-old girl at a boy band concert over <laughs> the anticipation for the, the uh, Andromeda and the uh, P-52 revamp. But uh, yeah, it, it is sitting on the back end of the Andromeda. Um, it's it's weird because it's like you've seen pictures of the ship, mm-hmm. so it's kind of sandwiched between what looks like a molded clamp. So I could I would imagine that when you're flying it, basically the bottom piece kind of drops down and the ship slides out. Was what they were thinking, mm-hmm. which was kind of odd. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they've done or, or how they're going to actually realize the launching and the, the docking of that ship. I'm also curious as to see if it's going to be radically different or slightly different uh, than, the, um, than the concepts that we've seen. And I'm honestly hoping that they, they put enough, and I'm assuming they will, they put enough attention into the balance of the ship that it can, be, it can hold its own with everybody else, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see, because I'd love to use that as a main fighter and get really good at it for obvious reasons, um, but it's really going to depend on how it's balanced. Is the Merlin connected to the bottom? Is it, like, attached to the bottom, or is it, like, on the inside where, like, my bay is in my Taurus? It's on the bottom. Uh, it's on okay. the bottom in the back. Okay, so so you do have all that space inside still. Yeah, I've still got all the cargo space. Um, now, yours is a little bit longer, isn't it? I Is it? I believe so, and I think that that's where you get more cargo space. Okay. So, um, But I've still got you know, a ton of cargo space. I've still got the drop-down um, loading dock and all of that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's basically if you go all the way to the back of the ship, um, there's a, um, uh, like a floor... Uh, tube that you would open and jump down into the ship and launch from there, at least in the current design. Um, what's in the back of the Taurus, besides the engine? Um, nothing. Okay, it's, yeah. It's just completely open. Ah, yeah, so we've got the engine, and then there's a small uh, tube that you can basically open and jump down into. Okay. Hmm, okay. 
Well, I mean, if you guys remember back to some of the uh, Cutlass uh, concept art that they were sharing over the last few weeks, I think Sandy was putting a fair uh, amount of it into her um, uh, sneak peeks that she tweets out from time to time. And then also, um, I think, John, you tweeted out or you posted in the forums uh, the the answer, I guess it is, to the uh, Help the Herald contest that they did yeah uh which is the uh the uh, cockpit uh concept for the star fair oh my god i want one I want so bad. <laughs> um um but you know point being that level of fidelity i mean i mean i just i can imagine how excited you guys are going to be to see what they do to the insides of, of these just amazing ships that you have oh yeah i mean just you know looking at the um looking at the beta the mustang beta the interior of that ship for how small it is is stunning Mm -hmm. and it really puts the current iteration of the constellation to shame which is funny because you know it's just a small tiny ship uh so yeah i'm really excited to see what how they redesigned it i'm really excited to see how the modular system works um good stuff good stuff all the way around yeah yeah all right. So um, they also they had a, another report from Ilphonic, and they talked about um, they talked about unlocking stuff, which I didn't really understand. I thought with the REC uh, program that you you win or you earn REC, and then you use that to rent. But I don't know. Are you guys aware of there being some sort of a progression that in order to rent the the pew pew 5000 you first have to unlock the pew pew 4000 i thought it would be like you said identical to arena commander with rec just renting stuff but i yeah, guess i assumed um, i assumed the same thing yeah i i guess maybe they are going with a different model and then maybe they'll do rec for um attachments or something well, I, I think that the, it's all going to be REC based. I mean, at least from what that from the conversation. Oh, so purchasing that, stuff with REC. No, 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 not purchasing stuff. You, you're still renting, but that you can't, you know, you can't start out with your base weapon and save up your REC and go straight to the best weapon. That you have to unlock that weapon. Okay, um, is is kind of what I was imagining out of what they said. It could have just been them them using the word unlock in the way that they're using it relative to this project. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I was just wondering if you guys had heard anything about it. Um, because, I mean, for the little bit of time that I was in the, the PTU with version 1.1, there um, there were only a couple of things that you could rent with REC, um, and there were no like uh, prerequisites for, for that. I mean, there was one ship that you could rent, and it didn't say anything about, well, before you rent this ship, you have to rent something else first. Um I guess it would make sense to just start everyone off with a base weapon um, or a, a group of base weapons, you know, a sniper, SMG, assault rifle, pistol, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then offer other ones that people can rent for REC. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it does seem kind of weird how you can't actually own a weapon when um, in Arena Commander you can own a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess maybe they would add something that would allow you to actually own it and then use REC for something like attachments uh, for that weapon. But I guess we'll, we, uh, I would yeah. guess that they'll sell it on Voyager direct. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, and yeah, but isn't that we, going away? Not anytime uh, soon. No, I, th- I think all that stuff will change when the game goes live, but 
I, not that I'm aware. Oh, I thought it was no. going away with REC. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Yeah, you um, can I, uh, you can still buy stuff uh, through uh, through the VD store, um, and then uh, and that stuff you would own in game. Right. So basically, right. you test stuff, you know, through R through REC. You find the stuff you like, and then you end up buying it through Voyager Direct, or when the PU is live, you earn it in the PU. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, because I mean, it makes sense to do it that way because otherwise, you know, say you find like the perfect gun and you always have to have this gun with you, you know, you would just rather, you know, go ahead and go to Voyager Direct and, you know, spend the 10 bucks to to uh, to buy the, the gun so you always have it so that you can use the REC that you're earning to rent other stuff you want to try out. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's good because um, personally, I am going to be doing more FPS than arena commander um so i would like to be able to own the weapons that i like to use yeah um and speaking of rec uh we learned something last night um playing vandal swarm uh at uh in the the ptu that if you play co-op vandal swarm you earn rec and i think um John, I don't know about you, Jimmy, but I know John and I were under the assumption that you couldn't earn REC playing any flavor of Vandal Swarm. That it was uh, it was necessary to play PvP stuff, but it's that's uh, not the case. And everyone else uh, seemed uh, sort of incredulous. Like, wait, wait, you guys have a podcast and you didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I mean, that's I think that that's very cool, and that's sort of. Um, uh, alleviates the concern that I think I expressed way back when they uh, first announced REC, you know, and the internet exploded and people were, you know, uh, uh, raging uh, on the Reddits. And uh, the only thing I think that, that we were really sort of scratching our head about was like, well, why can't you earn REC playing Vandal Swarm? But then I think we, we supposed that it was because they really want to have players playing against players so that they can do uh, proper weapon balancing. Yeah, I think and, uh, I think it may have gotten lost in translation. The you can't do you can't earn wreck playing solo, which right. would imply Vandal Swarm. Right, right, right. So anyway, so I'm excited about that because I I do like playing the co-op Vandal Swarm. It's a, it's a lot of fun. We last night we played, uh, and I, and I think that that's another thing we can mention about um, 1.1 is that the it appears that the skill level of the AI has improved quite a bit because we were the almost a, a whole hour getting up to level 18 last night and um and it was you know we had uh uh you know three of our best pilots there we had you know Jonto and stag and ace out there and then you know me just sort of flying around going hey look stars woo <laughs> um, um but uh it, it you know and both uh both those guys were saying both uh stag and ace were both saying man this is a lot harder than it used to be so um, yeah, I don't remember ever getting um, missile alerts playing Vandal Swarm. Maybe hmm. I'm crazy, but I feel like only I, the bosses um, currently, anyway. Um, in, uh, in in what's AC now, uh, the bosses will launch missiles at you. Um, but that's really about it. You're saying um, just like the alphas and uh, and uh, the other ones are just yeah. It seems like now? I was getting them like. Like the the very early rounds, I was getting quite a few uh, missile alerts, which I don't remember getting before, and I had to actually use flares and uh, do some maneuvering. I, I guess somebody said that 
before they were just like teleporting straight to your ship and hitting you um, mm-hmm. but maybe now they're actually uh functioning how they're supposed to be oh okay. that could be that could be yeah there was a bug that they were talking about that apparently has been fixed and so maybe part of that fix is that you actually get the alert too yeah but uh, yeah, I, I know in the past I've sort of blown up spontaneously, but you know I figured that was like a, a spinal tap thing or something. <laughs> I, I know Jimmy got that. You got that one. Uh, yeah. Well, this one Thanks. goes to eleven, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I get that one. Did you? Oh, awesome! God, I love it when a joke works. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, the ill phonic guys just made uh, the old Gleepster uh, confused and head scratchy, but that that's fine. We'll uh, we'll get the stuff in a couple three weeks and we'll figure it out for ourselves. Um, next, we got uh, Sandy's flight school was back this week, and uh, I thought it was a, a pretty good ex- explanation of uh, targeting pips and uh, a few other tips there as well. Um, and I was going to ask you guys: uh, Do you use uh, the leading pips? Or the lagging pips, or do you know uh, which is which? I don't know uh, what pips are. That's the little targeting dude that comes off your reticle. Wait, isn't that what Hershey's calls the little pieces of their candy bar? Yes, actually it is. <laughs> I think this is different than that. <laughs> it's just not a piece of candy. No. Dang it. Um <laughs> But I mean, but Stag and Ace were talking about it last night, and um, uh, I, I felt sort of uh, proud that I, I'm apparently using the same set, setup as Stag, which only happens because we're both like he's using the default on purpose. I'm using the default because I didn't know any better to <laughs> Wait, change it. <laughs> explain this to me. What is it? Well, it's the the little box or the little circle that's sort of on the end of a line that comes off of your and it, uh, yeah, it your, leads the target. Yeah, calculates Correct. calculates distance and speed to uh, to hit target. Okay, and you can use different versions. Well, I guess there's a, there's a leading pip and then a lagging pip, and I think that you can change it. And I don't, I I get why you would want to use a leading one. I don't get why you would want to have the lagging one um, because that seems like you would just be shooting way behind where the ship is going. But well, it's it's based on where the weapons are mounted and what type of weapon, I believe. Um, it's definitely based on where the weapons mounted. Like my lead uh, pip is my wing mounts um, for my hope for my ghost, mm-hmm. um, and then my the pip that lags behind is actually the nose one. Um, hmm. So, but uh, they're all gimbaled, so you know, like I, they tend to line up a fair amount. Uh, but yeah, I tend to go with whichever one. I think it's the lead is the one I go with. Well, I know I have a different pip for each weapon type. So right. when on the, um, I forget which ship it was. It might have been when I had swapped out some weapons on my Delta that one of the pips, because you know the, the pip is, is red until you come into range. And so like um, because the, the two different weapons I had had different ranges, one of the pips would turn blue first. Uh, before the other one, and so, uh, but because they were both weapons were in the same fire group, I would wait until both were blue uh, before firing, just because otherwise I'd be wasting energy on that weapon that's out of range. Well, right. yeah. Um, what I've done is I've created a voice attack profile that allows me to separate those into two different fire groups, so I can oh. fire my front gimbaled weapons on my first fire group and then my wing mounted weapons in my second fire group. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I obviously the gimbaled ones are easier to aim. Um, mm-hmm. and then the red ones I use when I'm closer, the red ones have a better range. Um, but you can, 
but they have. I think they do more damage. Um, I'm I'm a, like a huge noob when it comes to dog fighting. I just know how to aim at stuff, and <laughs> some, sometimes and I shoot. hit it. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh, cool. I think I think everybody's there to to varying degrees. You know, it's yeah. it's we're all still kind of trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So have you no opted your dumb fire rockets? No, I put them on my third fire group, although oh, I never okay. use them. Oh, okay. Um, it's very rare. It's they're they're like impossible to aim. So the hornet, the hornet naturally comes with uh, your wings and your nose uh, mounts separate. So yeah. I, I haven't had to change. Uh, I haven't had to reconfigure anything. Yeah, I think mm. when I For use the three hundred I or the three twenty five A, when it was free, uh, it was separated on that one too. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think like all the ships have them separated correctly. But there must be a glitch or something with the Mustang that puts them on the same fire group, right? Uh, which is really irritating because it resets my custom fire group settings every life, every mm-hmm. respawn. Um, but I, I set up that uh, um, voice attack uh, macro, um, so every time I respawn, I just say Mustang weapons combat. And then it asks me to put the cursor right in the corner of the the uh, weapons grouping thing, um, and then it just sets them all for me. So that makes it easier. But I wish they would update it so I didn't have to do that every time. So did you notice that last night that it was the same thing because they they did uh, 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 make loadouts, make ship loadouts persistent. So that not, when you could log out and log back in, and you would your last loadout on your sh- weapon loadout in your ship would still be there. Yeah, I think that's a separate thing because I did have to set it every time. Oh, you did. Okay, so they they haven't they haven't done that part yet. No. Okay. okay well, that's um, that's that's another another argument for just staying with the defaults. <laughs> it's just a, it's you know, less configuration. Um, okay, um, so they also mentioned in Around the Verse uh, that we have a design piece on weapon mounts coming soon, and I know Chris me- mentioned uh, something about uh, the weapon mounts uh, in the presentation uh, yesterday, talking about gimbaled mounts and, uh, and a bunch of stuff that I, I don't remember right now, but check it out. It'll be, uh, I don't think it's out yet. I think, uh, I think we're still waiting for that, but... Um, uh, that will definitely be. I was I was just so blown away by all the eye candy that when they started asking me to think about stuff, I just like I like can't what? do that. Huh? No, no, <laughs> words, no <laughs> pictures. Yeah, but, uh, pictures. Yeah. yeah. It seems like I'm going to be losing the tarantulas on my uh, on my nose, which is kind of a bummer. Um, I really like those guns, um, so I'm going to have to drop down to like a like just a, a T1 uh, ballistic weapon. I like the idea of having um, an energy weapon and a ballistic weapon, um, but the ballistic weapon, obviously you want to use it sparingly and you want to use it when shields are down. Um, and I really liked uh, the ammo size of the tarantula. Now, um, I know uh, Ace was saying in his Super Hornet in the in the PTU, and I know, Jimmy, you didn't get into it, um, right. but I, the, he was saying that the that everything basically dropped down a size, that there were like two size... I think there were two sets of size three guns and, and one set of size two, and those dropped to twos and uh, ones, if I'm not mistaken. Are, is the Do you know, is the same thing happening to your ghost? I think I can still have um, level three guns on the wings. Uh, okay. And I, can, I had level two guns 
in the nose, but I think that that's what's dropping down to one. And I believe that the uh, turret on the Super Hornet is dropping down a level as well. Because I think that wasn't the turret three before, and now it's dropping to two. Is that kind of the... Yeah. That, it, it must still have something that's size three. So I'm guessing probably the wing guns must be size three. Yeah, I believe so. I hope so, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's... it's. Um, I'm, I'm interested because I, I did pick up the baseline uh, Hornet just to have... Because um, I think it's going to be a fun ship to... Uh, to rent stuff for, you know, because it, you know, it, it holds, it holds, if you get a canard and a ball turret, you can mount, you can, um, load up three sets of guns and then you have a spot for, uh, for eight rockets too. So I'm thinking it'll be a, or eight missiles. I think it'll be a good ship for testing stuff out because you'll be able to test out a lot of stuff all at the same time. Um, it's a but, fun ship. I mean, I, I like flying it. Um, I'm starting to realize now um, the limitations speed-wise uh, mm-hmm. versus some of the other ships. But, you know, it all goes back to compensating for it. It's like if you really like flying a ship, you're going to figure out, you know, how to overcome, how to compensate for somebody else's speed or somebody else's maneuverability or somebody else's damage output. Yeah, I think you, you want to you find your style and, yeah. and, and, and uh, find the ship and the equipment that, that fits that style best. Yeah, absolutely. So, Okay, well, I'll be interested to hear what happens uh, um, when it comes out, um, how how all the ships have gotten affected. I did notice, because I think it was last week we were talking about that the 350R was supposed to get mo faster. Um, it did not, um, at least not in the, in the PTU. It was uh, still it still topped out at 300, so I was hoping for like 320 or something like that, but... Um, which I think I, I would actually start flying backwards if I went that fast. I like, <laughs> kind of, kind of like Superman. I could, I could like reverse time, you know, like fly around asteroids really, really fast or something. Um, and I shouldn't be allowed to do that. Okay. Um, so, and then we got a, a, an art sneak peek to sort of round things out with uh, around the verse. And it was uh, we posted this, or I posted a, a, a snapshot of this on uh, our Twitter. So check it out if you didn't see it there. But it's like. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what these uh, these are projection units of some sort, and I I think this um, has something to do with the Moby Glass technology, um, although it's going to be you know like inside your hangar or maybe inside a ship. I don't know if you would have one of these projectors inside a ship, and it's like a hologram projector. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to do, but gosh darn it, it sure is cool to look at. So it looks like uh, uh, it looks like what you'll wear on your wrist to initiate uh, the Moby Glass device. Well, that's what I was. Uh, that's what my snarky little comment I posted on Twitter was. Is, is this the uh, Star Citizen equivalent of the Google Watch? But um, and I guess the small one would have to be like a Google Ring, or I don't know if they do that. Well, I know it's it's the future. They can do all kinds of things then. Um, but anyway, it's uh, it's cool. High high fidelity level. Um, looking forward to finding out what it actually. Uh, I'm just looking forward to like walking around cities and stuff, and just with my mouth open, going wow. Wow! Wow! Tourist. Yeah, wow! Yeah, I'm total, total space tourist. Um, So then uh, to back up or to follow up on uh, Around the Verse, we had, of course, Reverse the Verse, and there was some cool stuff in there this week. Uh, CIG is going to honor Dr. Spock with uh, something somewhere in the Star Citizen universe. Uh, they just uh, I don't think anyone knows yet, but uh, I think it's cool that they announced that, yeah, he, he has played such an important um, part in all of us uh, sci-fi nerds' uh, uh, experience that uh, we think it should be recognized, or they believe that it should be recognized, too. So. Yeah, I was actually thinking about this today. Have you guys ever seen uh, the tale of Bilbo Baggins on YouTube? Yes, yes. <laughs> I haven't. 
Oh, it, it's hilarious. It's it's um uh, yeah. Actually, oh wait a uh, minute. It's Leonard Nimoy. It's a Leonard Nimoy song, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. I have seen that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's outrageous. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's yeah. We, uh, we actually that Friday night, the day that he passed, uh, I had some some uh, company over, and we had a little wake for uh, for uh, Leonard Nimoy, and we we played that song at the wake. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, uh, there will be a Retaliator commercial, and I think this is uh, distinct from uh, the reveal video we saw. I guess something more along the lines of the Mustang commercial or the or the Constellation commercial. And there's going to be Retaliator variants. This is the first I've heard of this. I mean, I had heard before that you will be able to haul cargo with your... There's going to be, you know, the modularity thing is uh, part of the Retaliator's uh, design. Uh, but I didn't realize they were just going to issue a um, a series of variants, so I'm I'm kind of excited about what uh, what might be coming out for that. Um, well, based uh, on the video, like that thing just keeps going. Like they mm-hmm. they just kept showing more and more rooms. There's like 20 different rooms in the thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I mean, it's like you could you could have um you could have it be sort of a, a heavily armored floating hospital, I suppose, or you know it could be. Um, I don't know. It just could be anything, you know. You could like have you know billiards tables and you know like have bands playing in there. Yeah, or something. yeah. Could it's be, uh, it's could nice. Be a light, well, I was gonna say it could be a light block, uh, blockade runner, uh-huh. potentially. Uh-huh. Yeah, if it's, uh, you know if it's tough enough. Yeah. It, oh, it's nice that the ships are like every ship is going to be usable for anything you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I think that they're really putting an effort into making stuff configurable so we can play the game the way we want to play it so that we'll want to play it more. You yeah. know, it's like so once you once you've done a, a role and you get tired of it and you want to try something different, you don't have to sell everything you own to uh try the new role. You just have to reconfigure. Well, uh, yeah, and if you like the, a certain design of a ship um but it's not configured the way you want it to stock, um you can just you can using the modular system um, or buying a certain variant, you can tailor it to however you, you want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's really just such an amazing feature because the thing is everyone, you know, their aesthetic taste might be very different than what the ship's role is. So, yeah, to, to have that option is amazing. Yeah, so really looking forward to that. Um, and it's going to be ready. Um, well, the uh, the variants and the commercial are about are supposed to arrive at the, about the same time. So um, uh, it's. I wonder. I don't know if it make if it make if there's any connection, but uh, I wonder if this has anything to do with the Avenger variants because they both are Aegis ships. So I'm wondering if they're. Uh, trying to make some of these things um, because it, the same brand, you know, the Aegis ships all sort of have a, a similar sort of feel to them, sort of in the same way that um, uh, Anvil ships uh, kind of have have a similar feel in a lot of uh, their characteristics. So maybe maybe we'll get some Avenger variants at the same time. Oh, cool! We'll yeah, possible. Yeah. Um, and of course, as Chris had said, we're going to be able to uh, crawl around on top of our retaliators in 1.1, 1. 1, um, not in the in the PTU. Uh, the Vanguard Deep Space Fighter concept is likely going to be next month, and um, so and uh, I think uh, was there a couple people in chat talking about that last night, like they were really interested in taking a look at that as a, a potential primary ship. Um, 
if so, or I could be making that up, but if so, um, it'll be interesting to see um, to see how that because that would be a perfect thing for for escorting an Orion. You know, I mean, you want you know like a ship like uh, like the the Gladius or the Gladys, as somebody was calling it last night. <laughs> Gladys, <laughs> the Gladys, <laughs> the Gladys. Um, that's it's going to be a short, is a short range ship. You know, it's it's nimble as all get out, but it's it doesn't. I don't think it's going to be a ship with a lot of range. Um, but if you had a deep space fighter, then that would be perfect for escorting, uh, helping to escort um, a, a valuable larger ship uh, to and from its destination. So, well, and they were even saying, uh, you know, are you going to want to? Uh Talking about the Vanguard on uh, Travis and uh, Darian, we're saying, you know, are you going to want to break the line? Are you going to want to trick the line? Are you going to re- want to report back to your troops? So it, it, they think they kind of hinted at what the potential variants are going to be. So it'll be interesting to see what those are like. I I, I have a, a little interest in the Vanguard uh, as well. I'm curious as to see uh, what that ship's potential is as a maybe swapping out for the Ghost so I can go anywhere at any time. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah. I mean, if if it has a configurability to be a stealthy sort of fighter, then maybe that might uh, um, serve some of the same functions as your ghost, but give you some uh, better range. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Um, and so then after that, we're going to get the whole C concept. And so if we're doing one about once a month, then that would be May. And I know that there's been a lot of talk in our, our forums about um, about cargo ships, and so it'll be. Uh, It'll be interesting to uh, to uh, see what that look <laughs> to see what the C looks like. Oh, um, I get it. You see, uh-huh. wordplay. <laughs> um, and but you know, it's like May. It's like it seems like such a long time. Um, and uh, the uh, the social module is going to be an expansion of our hangers. So I think you know the uh, the magic uh, room that uh, Jimmy, I think you found uh, for us, uh, is going to probably have something to do with the magic elevator um, and our access to the um, uh, the social module. So yeah, it makes um, sense. Yeah, I think so. Um, and that room like is a, such a taunt. <laughs> the door in the back and the elevator look like they're supposed to do something. Right. You've yeah. got you've got what looks like a large cargo bay door and then you've got that smaller like person personal elevator so Yeah. yeah. I know. I wonder I'm if really the big curious. door is going to be cuz they said there's going to be um like friend hangers. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to be able to go to your friend's hangers through your magic elevator, which I'm guessing is going to be off of the secret room. Oh, well, <laughs> I was thinking maybe the bigger door was would be a doorway into the friend's hangar. Huh. Wow. Probably you could do that. Um, I mean, you would be able to instance that. You would have to dial it up like, you know, now when I open the magic door, I want it to be Jonto's hangar. Or now I want it to be Jimmy's hangar. Yeah. You know, um, how do you how however they're going to do that? It's going to be interesting to see if they're able how much immersion they're going to be able to maintain. (laughs) Yeah, well, I could be wrong, but I think this is more of a temporary solution. I think that they're doing this just to kind of tie people together and get people to to interact. Um, Just kind of like also like with the uh, uh, the actual social module, it's only one city, Um, so I think that they're just doing this while it's in alpha i'm guessing and when the pu goes live you won't have those options anymore right that that could be because you just get in your ship and go there right yeah okay okay yeah that makes sense that makes sense 
Um, and so um, Santa Monica, as I mentioned, is working on the Connie updates and the Mer- the Merlin too. So yay, Jimmy Merlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Org two is delayed. They they said that out loud with real words and everything. Um, so that uh, you know kind of makes uh, makes me sad because we we have a, an active org now, and so we want some tools to be able to um, uh, uh, enrich in our org experience. Um, and, it, and apparently it got pushed back because of all the changes they had to put in place for the VAT tax. I guess how they um, how they were able they I guess I guess essentially they had to be able to figure a way to manage two different um, um, uh, Voyager Direct stores um, or pledge. I guess it would it would it wouldn't be Voyager Direct. It would be the pledge store um, because the one has to depending upon where you live uh, you have a different tax rate so I, cause I think they're it's not as simple as just turn taxes on turn taxes off it's like right. well which country do they live in what's the tax rate in that country and then doing the um, uh, the currency conversion it's just um, it's madness madness well it um, makes it makes sense that uh, org 2.0 got pushed back because of that because it didn't seem like that was something that was expected. It wasn't in. It wasn't pre-planned. It wasn't something that they had always thought to do. So it was like, oh, by the way, now you have to figure this out. So, well, I think that the the whole VAT tax thing fell entirely upon Turbulent. That that was like, you know, Chris called them up and said, "Hi guys." Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> by the by the way, uh, Angela Merkel's here, and she wants you. <laughs> she wants you to uh, to start uh, VAT taxing people. Um, so yeah, they, and so I think that that that's what uh, uh, backburnered the Org 2.0. So all right, that, you know, that's cool. Um, and they said that there is going to be a lot of planet side gaming options, and I'm thinking that means not just gambling, but also maybe like some pew pew and some uh, zoom zoom and all kinds of other cool stuff like that. So. That's about it for reversing of the verse. Um, we did also get a February monthly report, uh, which is you know is just the, the report from uh, the different offices and what they've been up to. So you can uh, uh, check that out on the Comlink page if you're uh, if you're interested in that sort of stuff. Um, so now I want to talk, uh, you know, sort of revisit real quick, um, you know, experiences in the in the PTU. Um, uh, now I know Jimmy, you you did not get in, um, and John, were you able to get in any time other than last night? I got in. I think the uh, when was that? I think it was Friday or Saturday, Friday night. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I jumped into a game with Stag. He completely destroyed me. I think it was uh, Battle Royale. Um, okay. Um, but then we both lagged out uh, and got kicked back to our hangers. Um, okay. Uh, I tried to get into a couple other games. wouldn't load. Um, but then, yeah, we did yesterday. Got into the Vandal Swarm. Um, I did get REC from that. I think I got like 4,800. Um, okay. I, I can't remember what the prices were on the website, but I think Ace said that it's not even working. So, oh okay. So you can't well, actually I, rent anything right now. We were out. Um, I was out. Uh, popped into the Mumble to say hi to folks. I think it was on Thursday, and uh, because they had said in um, reverse the verse, or not reverse the verse, but in around the verse, that uh, potentially 1.1 would be dropping as soon as Thursday night. And so I went out to, you know, check in on folks and see, you know, hey, have you heard anything? You know, what's, uh, are you going to download it? Um, uh, stuff like that. And while we were out there, it dropped. And so um, I, 
uh, you know, we sent out a bunch of tweets, and uh, John, I think I texted you, and so like a bunch of people jumped online, and then it failed. <laughs> you couldn't uh, you couldn't actually download it. It would uh, it would let you copy your profile over, but it wouldn't let you um, actually download the the client update. So yeah, we actually um, had a. Uh, quite a few people in there, like seven people or something, and uh, I I was about to go to bed and I saw the tweet and or I think you texted me, um, yeah, yeah, and so I jumped in and I think uh, Iron Man was in bed and he got yes. he got out of bed <laughs> yes. to try to download nice. it. It was awesome. He came like running in or like how I picture he came running in. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And then we told him that it wasn't working and he was just he was so heartbroken. <laughs> You could just you could just feel the sadness dripping off of him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty fun. But you know, so it was uh, even in failure, we're having a good time together. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, but um, so I I was able to get in. Um, I, I did not obviously I didn't get get in Thursday night. I think Friday night I was able to actually kick off the the download, get the download working successfully, and then. Uh, was able to get out there for a little bit on Saturday, and um, only was only did Vandal Swarm, um, and uh, um, didn't uh, didn't uh, earn any REC until last night, and uh, I don't think I earned enough to actually rent anything. Um, I know uh, that uh, I believe that the um, that the it was Stag, I believe, had the high score in our our game last night, and no, I think it was he, Ace. Like, was it Ace? And then me, got- and then Stag. Oh, I remember I, this because I beat Stag. <laughs> <laughs> That's something to be proud of. <laughs> it is. It is. And um, and I remember like Ace had like fifty five hundred or something like that, which would like be according to the 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 uh, what are they calling it? The electronic access store enough to rent a Gamma. I don't know how long a uh, Mustang Gamma. I don't know how long that rental would be for, but so that kind of. You know that sort of seems fair to me. Like if if you have one you know epic outing and and, and in um, uh, co-op vandal swarm, then you, you get enough to maybe rent a ship for a week. You know. Well, yeah, but we have no idea what the prices are actually going to be. Um, yeah, no, they, that's true. The placeholder could have been you know super low just to see if it worked, um, mm-hmm. which I assume is how it is. Um, and I, I would think that to get a gamma for, I mean, we don't know how long the rental would be. It seemed like one week was going to be like the standard. Um, That's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's one week game time. Uh-huh. So for every every one day you log in, it's it's twenty four hours. So if you only log in three days in a seven day week, you've only used three days of your rental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if playing just one game of Vandal Swarm and being able to rent a Mustang for an entire week is very balanced. Um, well, I, I think we're, we're for sure, we, we know that they're going to change it. And right. They'll, they'll balance it out. They'll, they'll see, you know, how much people win, you know, they'll collect all the statistics, you know, throw out the outliers and figure out, you know, how much people are winning, what they're renting with it, how much uh, that stuff costs, and how much, I bet you they'll be able to even tell how much uh, you play with something you rent, you know, like if, if uh-huh. people are rent, renting something and not then not even bothering to play with it, then, you know, that will probably affect how they um, uh, adjust pricing going forward, so. Yeah, I think the only thing available in there was, did you say the Gamma, the Mustang Gamma? 
Yeah, and then I think the the tarantula is that the um, or maybe the tarantulas were there from the. It was actually kind of cool because um, on the the night that we tried to originally download the client that could get the client to work, the PTU website was working, and they had uh, the tarantula guns in there for zero U, uh, <laughs> REC. Yeah. So so I bought five of them. I bought ten. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> What was I felt the, clever. Uh, what was the sim pod like? Um, you know, it's interesting. The first time I got into it, it didn't close all the way, and I thought, "Wow, this isn't very." Need some very WD immersive. forty. Yeah, yeah. We needed a big old tube of caulking, you know, because it was like <laughs> this, this is not watertight, let alone imagination tight. Um, and uh, but then later um, last night when we were playing, um, you just crawled inside of it and uh, it, it sealed up real nice. But it's way smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah, like, it's thought, it's know, shorter than your character. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not at all uh, spacious. You know, I, th- I thought it would be like sort of like a, a room that you would go into or you know something like that. But you know, it's the first iteration. Maybe it'll be bigger later. Yeah, it's it's Muppet sized, which mm-hmm. you know I don't mind. You know, that's nice. It's kind of useless right now because you can't even accept invites while you're in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not there anymore because um, uh, Jimmy and I were talking about before we started recording. Uh, they've taken it. They've taken it down. Oh yeah. So the the, the PTU is gone. Um, I went to on the regular site. Went to my RSI. Um, uh, settings page and it's you know how when the PTU is active it's all uh, lit up gold um, it's uh, grayed out again and um, and my my login is not working on the uh, on the uh, PTU site either so I think we're, I think Jimmy didn't we decide we're going to go glass half full on this and say that means that we're going to get 1.1 tomorrow yes absolutely it's going to be it's going to be go live in 15 minutes <laughs> <laughs> We're only an hour and 15 in. I don't think we'll be done by then. <laughs> have to end watch the show early. I was going to say, watch how quick this wraps up. Okay, that was the show. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So anyway, hopefully that, that is the case. Um, um, let's see. Um, oh, so um, uh, John, did you have any uh, likes or dislikes about what you, um, I think Jimmy was asking earlier, um, uh, likes or dislikes about uh, what uh, you experienced while in uh, the PTU? Um, pretty much all negative. <laughs> so really? the missiles were obviously coming at me more, which is bad. Uh, <laughs> my Mustang is like super drifty now. Hmm. Um, and I think Ace said that that's happening to all the ships. I don't know if that's supposed to be like that. Um, huh, I, but, d- I didn't notice that in my 350. Yeah, it, it, it's like drifting more than it used to be. Um, maybe it's just a Mustang, but um, huh. oh, what else? What else was it? Um, I don't know. There wasn't a ton, ton to to see. I mean, once REC is working, that'll be great. But obviously, it wasn't working. It was cool to see that I earned some after that Vandal Swarm game. Yeah, you were dominating. Did, um, um, did you use afterburners at all? Did, did, you, did either of you guys see if maybe that helped with the drift at all? Yeah, it does, actually. Um, so, mm-hmm. cool. okay, yeah, cool. if you're drifting and then you you use the afterburner, it kind of uh, course corrects. Um, so I mm-hmm. was doing that, um, and that helped. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I've always sort of done that, you know, because I, I noticed when, when racing um, on doing the the um, Murray Cup racing that if you don't if you don't correct with your um, 
with your uh, boosters that um, you almost always go off course. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I don't know. Maybe that's um, maybe they. I don't know. I, I didn't notice that, but um, um, that's uh, interesting. I did hear Ace talking about that, so it's interesting that some folks are having that experience. Um, I I liked uh, as I've mentioned already. I like that the loadouts persist. I mean, I'm looking forward to being able to swap stuff out. You know, log off, uh, good. You know, go out to dinner, come back, log back in, and have everything that I've you know configured still be there. Um, the Gladius is very very cool. Um, I was going to ask, did any of you guys uh, actually get to see the uh, new damage uh, model? I got to see uh, Stag kill me with it repetitively <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah i did watch him in spectator uh, yeah it, it looked pretty nice i think it was glitching sometimes because he said that it was his ship was really damaged um but when i saw it in spectator it looked a hundred percent um mm, so maybe yeah. it's not working completely at least in spectator mode um but i did see some damage and it, it looked pretty cool it didn't. Um, I I when I was watching him in spectator mode, I didn't see like the the paint burns like they showed in the demo uh, in the damage uh, tech demo, uh, like how lasers would burn the paint and then um, scorch the metal, um, and then the ballistic uh, weapons, you know, literally ripped holes uh, into the metal. So it didn't look like. The same level of detail was there, but it looked better than it had before. Where it's just pretty much, you know, you you take because uh, they had like a percentage breakdown before, where it was like right. uh, like ten percent, fifteen percent, or whatever. And like when you get to ten percent, uh, a piece falls off, you know. Um, so it was definitely higher fidelity than that. But um, what I saw of of his ship uh, didn't um, uh, have all of the detail that we saw in the demonstration, but. Um, so anyway, I did uh, I did melt my Avenger and pick up the Gladius just because um, it looked so cool and, and he said it was handling so well. Um, so um, I I got one of I got I have a Gladius in my in my hangar. <laughs> um, now the the Gladius so. is kind of in between the um, the Mustang uh, the combat variant and. Um, and like a 300i, right? It's like kind of somewhere in there or like between that and like a Hornet. Like it's kind of like a middle range fighter. I think it would be somewhere between the three. Now, yeah. I mean, I would say closer to the 300. Um, uh, I think it's uh, sort of a, a class above the um, uh, the Mustang. Um, it has yeah. a top speed. It has a top speed of 220. So it has the same oh. top speed, speed as the... Um, as the 300, uh, the 325A, um, it has more rockets uh, or more missiles, um, and then it has size one guns. But um, I think that uh, the uh, maneuverability and the the nimbleness of it sort of makes up for the. You don't have to just you know park and gun. You know you're able to, uh, um, uh, you know, do a lot more strafing. You know, and sort of darting in and and. Uh, you know, getting awesome quick shots. Yeah, it's incredibly out. agile. I mean, nice. Stag that's, was that's the word. Yeah. yeah, Stag was just like running circles around me, like like he usually is. But now it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very and it's a cool looking ship too. Oh yeah, just, absolutely. It's, it's just badass looking. Um, speaking uh, of the PTU in that video that I mentioned earlier, where the guy got in the second seat of the Cutlass. Um, mm-hmm. Later in the video, the guy gets outside of the boundaries of uh, Broken Moon, 
by really? by like flying sideways, um, and then he like it for some reason it like desyncs from the server and it allows him to fly towards the moon, and he gets up close to the moon, and the textures are like the, all there, like they rescale for how close he is, and it's like it's like high definition. Um, really? <laughs> yeah, it's wow. pretty cool. Um, the thing about it is there's like a second a clone of his ship that stays inside the battle zone um, and some enemies come by and start shooting him and it's actually reflecting on his like desynced version. Um, so he dies after he gets to the other side of the moon, the dark side of the moon. Um, <laughs> uh, and and that's the end of the video. Uh, so I don't know. He didn't get very close, so we couldn't get a very good sense of how big it is, um, or if maybe if he could land on it or something. Uh, but it's pretty. It's a pretty cool video to see. So you should uh, head over to the Versecast forums uh, to check that out. That's very cool. That's yeah, very cool. absolutely. It seems like like you know, there's like a sixth sense uh, tie in there somewhere. It's like he sees dead people. Or something. <laughs> That's very cool. All right. Um, I and the I, I can't remember if I mentioned if we were talking about this before we started recording and or after we started recording. So I'm going to mention it again. But anyway, in the multiplayer free fly um, uh, zone, uh, there are landing pads that you can um, go. Um, we did talk about this about you know you can go jump into other people's ships and uh, right and uh, and do that. So those are very cool too. And um, and I think that the the REC is is going to be fun, like John was saying. So um, that's what I liked about it. The dislikes is I God I've been just crashing like a like a crazy person. Um, and uh, so it would be and it was interesting because every time I tried to host a match last night, I would crash. But I seem to be able to accept matches from other people, and they didn't crash. So uh, I'm just going to take it personal and just think it's, it, it must be about me. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the PTU. It's gone now. Hopefully, that means that we're going to be um, uh, going live with version 1.1. And that's one of the things that Chris mentioned at the presentation is that now, on a go forward basis, it is Star Citizen 1.1. I think yeah. we had this con- conversation a few weeks back where it was like, I'm confused. Is it Star Citizen? Is it Arena Commander? He said it's uh, that you know Arena Commander and the FPS module and the social module exist within Star Citizen. There are modules within Star Citizen, um, so this is going to be version 1.1 of Star Citizen, which I don't know seems to make less sense to me than the way that I I was uh, um, believing it was up until this point, uh, just because you know Star Citizen itself is not complete, so version 1. Anything of that doesn't doesn't seem to. To make sense, but you know that that's fine. I mean, as long as we understand what they're, what they're referencing when they say what they say, I, I think that's just fine. Well, I think they had to now with the first-person shooter module coming out, and, and shortly thereafter the social module. I think they had to, they didn't have a choice. They had to kind of change it up from Arena Commander to Star Citizen because that's kind of what they're moving towards. But yeah, one point one does seem a little soon. Yeah, I mean, is is now is there no longer going to be a version on Arena Commander? Is it just going to be Star Citizen one point one, and then one point two will be Arena Commander and FPS, and then one point three will be Arena Commander FPS and Social Module? Well, I think it, so. Yeah, it would make sense if they had. Uh, I'm 
what I'm saying is that it would make sense to keep it at one point Arena Commander 1.1 if there was a separate launcher for each module. Um, mm-hmm. But since it is just one piece of software, I guess you could call it, um, it makes sense to just have that one number. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think it... I, I think it'd be kind of dumb if they had a different launcher for, you know, FPS yeah, and Arena Commander. So, yeah, I think it it makes total sense to just turn it into star citizen because that's what it is altogether. Uh, right, right. Yeah. Well, all of this stuff we're supposed to launch out of our sim pod and our magic elevator, right? Right. So yeah, at this point. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Good enough for me. All right. So moving on, uh, Sandy Gartner, uh, she put out some sneak peeks for us this week. We got a hospital. We've got a really fancy gun, which I think John, you commented on, you want really bad. Oh yeah. That thing is um, looking pretty awesome. That yeah. is a delightful looking weapon. Yeah, and then there there is a um, uh, an engine of some sort, but we're not sure what it's powering. But it looks um, it looks pretty uh, pretty impressive. And then uh, a bulkhead, which is uh, I guess one of the gates to the battle sphere. So anyway, I always um, favorite and retweet uh, her picks on the. Uh, the verse cast Twitter. So uh, if you're at all interested in what we're saying or looking at when we're saying what we're saying, then go check that out and you can look at it too. You think that engine belongs to the Vanguard? Huh? I don't know. I mean, it's got that weird sort of, um, looks kind of vandal. Yeah, it does. Um, it's got like a muzzle on it or, a. Uh, like a, a silencer, maybe it's uh, maybe it's like a really enormous gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pew 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 pew. No, it'd be like bro bro bro. Yep, absolutely, exactly. All right, so that's pretty much all the stuff that's come uh, out uh, of uh, official CIG land. So uh, a pretty good week, I think. Uh, PAX was uh, was pretty awesome. Um, good stuff coming out of there. Again, thanks to the. Uh, to Hardpoint and um, um, uh, Fable Junkyard and Hydro, he's a new member to the org, so I still haven't uh, memorized his name yet. Uh, Hydro Fire, I believe it is. Uh, thank you guys for um, for reporting out of there and um, uh, jumping into chat last night and kind of letting us know what an awesome time you had. We felt like we were kind of like right there with you, man, watching it on the TV. Um, <laughs> So, um, all right, so uh, those guys with ships, um, we have a new website. John, you want to talk a little bit about the uh, the Versecast website? Yeah, so uh, heroestavern.com is no more. Uh, we are now located at versecast.org. Um, all of the forums and your profiles are, are still there. Everything is intact. Um, we just have a new layout, new graphics. It's all star citizen looking. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, just head over there, versecast.org. We have a lot of cool conversations going on in the forums that our fleet-bred thread, which is where everybody is posting their ships, has like 9,000 views or something. That's incredible. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you should definitely head – actually, it has a – 10,755 to be exact. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so you should uh, head over there and post your ships. Um, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, uh, we've got the, the voice server, the mumble server, right there on the front page so you can see um, who's online playing right now. 
so and we've got our tw Twitter up there and um, I do still have some work uh, to do in some a few places um, but for the most part it's all set up I even have uh, a new events calendar uh, which uh, currently all we have planned are the uh, our weekly meetup on Sunday um, but it's it's a uh, we're gonna be filling that out and it'll be um, easier for you to know when stuff is going on um, so yeah. yeah if you want to if you want to tell a friend about uh, either the podcast or the organization uh, you can just tell them to head over to versecast.org because we have all the links right there on the front page uh, I think I've I think it's pretty easy to navigate um, so I hope uh, people like it none easier John none easier <laughs> It's a perfect website. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and it's blue. Yes. So, yeah, it looks, yeah. yeah, it looks absolutely fantastic, man. I think I said that last week. Um, and I, I find myself, uh, it, it fits the theme of, uh, of why we're all there. So, yeah, it definitely was a good move. Excellent, excellent. All right. And since la we didn't have another crazy week like we had last week, we got 20 new... Uh, uh, members last week we got six this week so um, uh, we kind of uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, ratcheted back to a more reasonable uh, immigration uh, uh, standard here uh, but um, we did get um, uh, some interesting names did we you have just call our members ratchet I did not oh, okay I, did not. I, okay. I, I think I think I might have I think I might have I think I might have but I didn't mean it I didn't I didn't mean it at least not in my outside voice <laughs> I oh let's uh, let's move along moving right along um, mr. slinky thundersocks yes that's right <laughs> joined the org and he's mainly interested in FPS a kindred spirit there John awesome yeah, he's also into uh, racing and socializing, so that's nice. Uh, he has a Cutlass Red and a Mustang Omega, and he is waiting for the perfect dogfighting ship to present itself, and he's looking forward to shooting us in the face. <laughs> Vanguard coming soon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that might so, be it for him. Yep, so we're um, we're looking forward to shooting you in the face, too. So uh, thank you for joining. It's good to have you on board. Uh, Kang joined. He is a huge fan of Firefly and open world games. He has a 325A and a Mustang Gamma. He eventually wants a free freelancer, which I think makes sense. I've not seen the Firefly um, uh, movies or uh, series, but I hear from folks that the freelancer looks very much like some of the ships in uh, in that uh, universe, as it were. I think um, uh, Firefly and Serenity, which is the Firefly movie, right. are both on Netflix. Um, oh, okay. I just watched okay. Serenity, and I started watching Far Firefly. It's a it's, it's a really cool series. Okay, uh, yeah, cool. Firefly is amazing. Um, Gleep, you absolutely need to watch it. It's a great right. great series. Okay, cool. Uh, it's, and it's on the Netflix, you say, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, awesome. Um, he likes the show, and he has decided that we are the org for him. So, Yay. very good, sir. Yay. Uh, Rel Talk joined us. He recently made the jump into Star Citizen. He has an Aurora LN and a Freelancer Max. That's a nice ship. That's a really nice ship, that Max. Um, Longtime PC gamer and has enjoyed the show in recent weeks. So, uh, nice to have you on board as well. Thank you. Sir... Sir Ravi uh, uh, joined the uh, group. He is a new fan of the podcast and needs a more active home or his gun barrels might get cold. Well, 
welcome aboard. <laughs> we are here to warm your gun barrels. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was hoping someone would say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hydro Techno joined, and I think that was today. Um, he wants to join, wants to play. Let's have some fun. Amen. Uh, and then the last person that joined, um, I'm just going to butcher your name, so I'm going to go ahead and spell it. Uh, it's E-I-O-U-S-X. It's That's pronounced E-I-O-U-S-X. Perfect. What he, what he said. Uh, he met some... Uh, ah, he met some of uh, uh, guys with ships, so I'm guessing probably Matt or Richard at PAX, and that they made us sound so cool he just had to join. So thank you, uh, Matt and Richard, for uh, for uh, representing so well. He has a Cutlass Blue, an M50, and a Retaliator. That's another Retaliator. So that's at least three, I think, because wow. um, I've got one, and Ace has one, and so... Um, uh, Name that John said, he has one too. So um, it's Wait, great what? to have you on board. I said, well, I'm just going to call him name that John oh, said. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I can't say it. There's too many vowels there. Um, Vanna, can I buy a consonant? Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, we got some new versecast.org members. A turd Ferguson joined. Oh, Yay. turd. I love oh, turd. I love me some turd. <laughs> <laughs> Rel Talk uh, joined. Uh, Johnny Blondini from New Zealand. So uh, uh, those guys with ships continue their, uh, their uh, spread over. You know what? I think we have New Zealand. We have... Australia? Do we have an Australian? Well, New Zealand would be pretty close. I think we, yeah, it, we did have an Australian. I, I, we, and we have a South American now, Brazil. Sir Ravi is from Brazil. And we have a Hawaiian. We have several Hawaiians, I think. So I'm just trying to figure out if the sun never sets on those guys with ships. Oh, it's, it's possible. We're getting We're getting, we're we're getting, getting real yeah. close. All right. I knew Excellent. I recognized the name Turd Ferguson. It's from that uh, Celebrity Jeopardy bit on... Uh, Saturday Night Live with Will Ferrell. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just fun. It's fun to say. <laughs> Shuck it, Rebecca. Shuck it long. <laughs> Shuck it hard. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for the Connery. I love the Connery. I'll take anal bum covers for a thousand. <laughs> oh, my God. That's an album cover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and, I, I think we're gonna have to take off the the clean tag for this episode. I think so. <laughs> Put a, a cautionary warning on there. Uh, all right, Hydrofire was the uh, last person to join us uh, on the site, and I believe he was um, uh, there with the the fellows at PAC. So, welcome, Hydrofire. It's great to have you on the site too. Um, and then, as John mentioned earlier, we've got uh, a lot of activities going on in the forums. Please do go check them out. Um, a couple of the threads that I've been following uh, include uh, the combat practice uh, thread. Um, Ace uh, Azamine has been uh, continuing to come out and give advice and lessons. Uh, he is an amazing resource. Uh, he posted a link to a video uh, done by a Team Legacy pilot, and I think we mentioned this last week. And it's a really good video. And I was going to ask you guys what you think about um, uh, kind of with the idea of, uh, of um, uh, creating um, education uh, resources or training resources for um, folks in the group. Uh, what you would think about starting a thread of instructional videos? We'd probably have to have it moderated by somebody that you know uh, understands you know what's more useful than other stuff. I don't know. Uh, 
um, if uh, if that would be something Ace would be up for. But uh, um, well, personally, I, would... I would like to make our own some some yeah. uh, verse cast. Uh, flying, those guys flying with ships, with Ace and, flying with Ace and Stag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be great. I mean, I just, you know, the idea of, you know, we're, we're also, we're trying to schedule some times that work for a lot of people to get out and uh, participate in these, these classes. Um, but uh, not everybody's going to be able to make that. So if we can record those and post them, then folks will be able to see, you know, uh, maybe not pr- uh, participate directly, but at least get a, a visual on the concepts that, that uh, um, Ace and Stag are trying to um uh, communicate to us. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'd be a great idea. I mean, yeah, because the thing is, not everybody can be on at the same time, and and I would imagine it's going to be kind of a drag for Ace and Stag to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Um, so having some short videos for people that can't always, you know, make uh, some combat training or some flying uh, practice is very cool. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, I'll, I'll start a thread on that, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we can get some uh, some uh, more videos in there. Um, and then speaking of, of uh, there's another thread there uh, with weekly or suggesting that we start the weekly squad training. We thanks Iron Man for uh, for getting that started. Uh, right, he put a poll up, which was a, a good idea. And right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the two highest vote getters. Um, but uh, we've we haven't uh, had everybody go out and cast a vote. So if you haven't, if you're a member, um, um, please go out there and cast a vote for the day that works best for you. If you're not a member, please join. It doesn't cost anything. Um, cast your vote, and uh, even if you're not able to come out and play a lot, you know, even if you know you're only play, able to play one day a week, go vote for that day so that when you do come out, you can uh, can uh, participate in uh, in getting better and uh, you know making our org. Uh, um, more organized. <laughs> um, uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get that going. We'll continue to report on that in the future. And as John mentioned, uh, the Fleetbread uh, post your ships uh, thread is just on fire. Um, it's just guys with ships love talking about them. So um, have you have you guys uh, made any changes to your hangers recently? Um, we haven't talked about that for a while. I don't think. I haven't no, um, I but I haven't also I also haven't posted all of my ships in that thread, so I need to stop back in there. Mm, okay, yeah, me too. I, it's um, um, I I've melted some stuff. Um, I, you're a, you're a habitual melter. Oh, well, you know what? It's interesting, and I'll give a shout out to uh, Guard Frequency and uh, Tony, the um, uh, one of the hosts there. He um, he made the point. Uh, it's been probably a couple months ago now, where he said that CIG has done a masterful job at turning game development into an entertainment product where it's like you know i'm having the game's not done i mean there are parts of it that are playable but the game's not done but i'm having a great time uh just you know melting melting ships and getting new ones and having them in my hangar and walking around them and it's it's just that that part of it's entertaining too oh yeah there's there it's an excellent uh, model for developing a game going forward. Yeah. I mean, it's really just groundbreaking, and I, I think we're going to see a lot of other people attempt um, to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So, yeah, I think I mentioned I did melt my uh, one of my many Avengers, um, and or the latest of my many Avengers, and I got the uh, the Gladius, which I'm very. Uh, I got I got one to play it a little bit last night before going to bed, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to flying that more. And um, other than that, I think I'm pretty stable. I got my 350. Um, uh, I've got, and then uh, 
I think I bought the baseline Hornet um, a while ago that I haven't been flying just because I'm waiting for the REC to come so I can uh, have something to outfit uh, my rental gear on. So anyway, that's, that's those are the ships that I have that work, and the rest of them are either concept or um, uh, not just hanging out, waiting for their chance to shine. So Well, I was going to ask you, don't you get a loner Hornet for your retaliator or anything? I I do. I, I think I think I actually got it for my gladiator. Oh, okay. Um, uh, because that is an Aegis ship, um, and um, although that wouldn't make any sense, because uh, Stag got a three hundred I for his gladiator or Gladius, which is an Aegis ship too. So I was thinking that no, they, yeah, I have they, a constellation, and my loner is the Hornet. So oh, okay. yeah, yeah, mine too is a stock Hornet. Yeah, so um, yeah, I do have that stock hornet, um, uh, which um, uh, is um, uh, I forget what the loadout on it is, but anyway, that that's what I got um, <laughs> this time next week. Who knows what'll be in there? <laughs> um, and so that uh, John, uh, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the org uh, getting together? We talked a little bit about. Uh, uh, getting together and playing last night, um, but uh, yesterday afternoon you were able to get together with a bunch of folks and, and play some Planet Side Two uh, in preparation for the uh, uh, for the FPS module drop. And uh, did you want to talk about uh, about that a little bit? Yeah, I, we've been having a ton of fun in there, and um, I think we played Saturday night, um, Sunday afternoon before our meetup in uh, Star Citizen, and then. After the meetup, we played again. Um, so I think the people that have been coming out mostly have been Ace, Stag, uh, Spaz, uh, Likey Nibs, Jesse Satan, or Sat. I think it's Satan. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting anybody, but um, yeah, we've we've been playing uh, Planet Side, and we're all sort of getting a better hang of uh, how it plays. Uh, it's a really great game for practicing tactics and, uh, you know, moving as a squad. Um, and it's just, it's such a fun game. I'm tempted to subscribe, uh, since it is free to play, there is a, a sc- subscription model, um, that is completely, uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Optional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um... Uh, which uh, gets you more credits so you can uh, buy guns. Um, so I'm tempted to subscribe for a month just so I can get some better stuff. Uh, but I, the FPS module is coming soon. Uh, so maybe I won't but, do that. Potentially two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So is the free level, the free to play level stuff, uh, sufficient to come out and, uh, and play? I, yeah, I, I think be. so. Yeah. yeah, I haven't okay. spent a dime on the game so far, and I'm I'm doing pretty good. I feel like uh, we we move pretty good as a squad, and are capturing points and uh, killing people pretty easily, um, mm-hmm. especially at our skill level. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people in there that are like max level, and obviously have played probably hundreds of hours of the game. Uh, but we still seem to be making progress, uh, taking territory, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. We've we're all sort of utilizing the different classes. Um, so I've been running uh, a medic a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but the only reason I I do that is because in most games I like to be able to revive somebody. 
um, not because I like that. It's just I I feel so unempowered when somebody dies by me and I can't do anything about it. Um, but I have been using the heavy heavy assault class a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So this this guy has the LMG uh, uh, rocket launcher, um, and he can like put a shield on himself so he takes less damage. Um, and that one has been a lot of fun. Is that like the mech suit one? No, that's a different one. So oh, okay. that one is the max. Um, that oh, okay. that's a mech suit, and it costs uh, resources to uh, spawn as that guy. Um, so oh, okay. so the way it works is the more territory you own on any given continent, uh, the more resources you get. And uh, you spend those resources on spawning vehicles and the max suits. Um, so I think it costs like 450 resources to spawn a max suit. Uh, so it's a thing that you, you use whenever you have enough or whenever you need it. Um, and that one's cool because you have like... You have dual guns, so I think mine has a chain gun on the left hand and then a grenade launcher on the right. Um, so, okay. yeah, that one's really cool. One of the one of the awesome things we did was we got a Sunderer, which is like a mobile spawn vehicle, and okay. we went behind this mountain uh, and parked there where the enemy couldn't find us or wouldn't be looking for us. Um, and then we went in as we all spawned as light assault units, which have a jetpack, and it mm-hmm. allowed us to jump over this mountain and kind of covertly go into their base and and take it. Um, oh, cool. Nice. And then if if we die, you spawn back at the Sunderer, um, and pretty much the enemy has no idea where you're coming from, so you just kind of get to keep so coming the, back at them. So they can't attack your spawn spot. Easily, right? Yeah, they would yeah, need jetpacks yeah. also, or they'd have to go all the way around to take it. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that. I think yesterday um, afternoon we were in this huge battle with there were like hundreds of people um, on each side, and we were just stuck at this bridge, and we just couldn't advance because both of uh, both of both sides were choking each other. Um, so it was it was really awesome. Uh, just having that choke point and just kind of slowly moving forward um, mm-hmm. and just having so many things going on. Like there's tons of vehicles on the ground, in the air, uh, people with turrets. Um, I was just sitting behind this rock and reviving people like crazy. Uh, so I was getting a ton of XP for that. But yeah, you should definitely uh, come join us in Planetside 2. It's, it's on Steam. It's completely free to play. Um, you can add me, the only Jonto, uh, J-O-N-T-O, um, and I will add you to our outfit, which is the planetside equivalent to organizations. Um, so then from there you can add everybody else as a friend, uh, so you can see them online. Um, but yeah, if well, I think you, you have, you have a post in the forum telling people how to join, right? Yeah, you can go over to the forums. I have that information there too. So, uh, Excellent. yeah, we've been playing quite a bit i've clocked in like 10 hours over the last week i think um oh, cool. yeah it's it's been a ton of fun 
All right. And then um, one other thing, I noticed you started a thread uh, regarding org branded signatures. You know, like the the signature space at the at the bottom of uh, your posts on RSI. Um, the, the stuff that you you've uh, the sort of the um, concept pieces that you put up there look very cool. Um, and uh, so I was going to see what you thought we needed to do to kind of move this forward. Um, like, do we need to like start a poll or something in in the forums to kind of get a, an idea of what people are looking for? Because I think there were some folks that were saying this is really cool, but can we get something that everybody uh, has in common, but then still have a part of it where they can customize it to make it their own? Yeah, um, I would I would like to hear some more ideas about that, and it would also be nice if somebody out there in the org is an artist that could possibly mm. make something for us, and specifically, we would really like to have a logo for those guys with ships. Um, mm. I would like something that's not just text, or like right now, the verse cast slash those guys with ships logo is just the Squadron 42 logo that I've like done some stuff to. Um, but I would like to have a unique logo for those guys with ships um, that that could be recognizable and that's something we could put on our ships or like maybe on a jacket in game. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah. So if somebody out there is can do something like that, you know, maybe email us. Uh, a sketch or something yeah, um, yeah that would be that would be awesome but yeah that, yeah i think um signatures on rsi would be would be really cool especially if if uh, a bunch of those guys with ships are posting in there um what i mocked together were animated gifs um and they have just a subtle kind of like a holographic thing going on um mm -hmm. which i think is cool because if somebody sees that on your post on rsi uh, I th I think it kind of catches their eye, but it's not like annoying, um, and they would you know maybe th that would make them want to click on it. Uh, mm -hmm. So I like the animated GIF thing. It is kind of it's difficult for people to customize that. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think what people were suggesting was maybe a static image with a space for your name, and then. Maybe you could take the image and then manually put in your own name and then use that as your signature, which can't really be done with a, an animated GIF. I would have to, like, do it by myself for everybody's name. Um, so I don't know. I'd, it would be great if you come to that thread and uh, just uh, shoot your ideas out so we can uh, talk it over. Yeah, I think that's good, and we're talking about this now because, as we mentioned earlier, Orgs 2.0 is a while off, And um, but when it gets here, I'm imagining that a lot of uh, what we're doing on the current website might actually make more sense on the RSI site. I, you know, I don't know because we don't know what it's going to look like, mm -hmm. but um, if we have, because um, uh, they're talking about, you know, they have been for a long time talking about uh, org management tools, and um, especially because, like, as soon as we become the largest organization, you know, which I think is due to happen. <laughs> any what minute is it? I, any, any minute, minute now. now. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll need to, uh, you know, break up into, uh, you know, subgroups or, you know, if we have, you know, groups that want to focus on one thing or, or something else, then um, if we have the tools that help us do that sort of thing effectively, then uh, on the RSI site, then it might make sense for us to um, do things over there. So, you know, any conversations we can have now getting ready for um, our 
our um, our presence there, I think, is uh, is appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Cre- creating a unique well, patch is, is um, definitely a cool idea. If we could get someone to, to really put something together nice that's that's uniquely ours, yeah, put it on a ship, put it on a jacket, um, that would be awesome. And having that branding going forward for signatures for the main RSI site, it's all good stuff. Yeah, I agree. I want a static cling for my fish tank. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> With no fish or water or glass. All right. Do you really not have glass? No, I have no fish tank. It's just like I've got a spot where there should be a fish oh, tank. Oh, okay. I thought it was the yeah. tank with not even any glass. <laughs> just, it's sad to be gleep sometimes. <laughs> All right. So Twitter, and we're going to go through this fast, guys. Um, we, um, I, I thought I was going to point something out here that the those guys with ships hashtag is working great. Thank you again, Mr. Darasan, for suggesting that way back when at the beginning of time. Um, but um, it, it apparently also means something else to other people, or a couple of something else's to other people, uh, including "Thank God We Are Saved," which um, you might think is one thing, but is actually a dog rescue uh, organization. They use that. Um, "Thank God We Are Spartans," which appears to be a college spirit thing gathering get together tailgate thing um and then also something the goals we set which has something to do with somebody's band i don't really i don't really get it but um i to all you all you people i say take off eh uh we are those guys with ships and it is ours now so uh, uh stand back all right, so we got some new followers. We got T.J. Booker, A.K. Iron Man, A.K. T. Stark. Uh, he was upset that we missed him last week, so I wanted to get all three of his uh, personas in there. Welcome, it's good to have you. We have Daft um, O I I I Oi. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's how you spell it. Uh, we have Swizz Cheese. We have Paul Andrus. We have Props. We have Vendas. We have Derek. We have Star Citizen Archives. We have Space Orcs. Yes, yes, indeed, we have Space Orcs. Wow. Damien, Nathan O'Donohue, uh, Son Von Harvey, Sam Jones, Andreas Meyer, Say My Name. Isn't that a great Twitter name? Just Say My Name. (laughs) Um, Ashley, Ashley, that's just nice. Um, uh, Brilliant. to the point. It's shortened to the point, yeah. Uh, Something called Brilliant Quotes. Uh, Bessie Lloyd and Francis... (laughs) Francis Roberts. Now, I'd like to point out that I, I think that we're actually starting to get enough momentum going here that we're starting to get follows from people that are just, I don't know how they do it out in the Twitterverse, but I think there are people that just follow orgs that are, or not orgs, accounts that are, are hot at the moment. Yeah. Uh, because there, there are a few in the group this week that I obviously, if you look at them, they have nothing to do with Star Citizen. Ah, uh, the bots. We're, getting, we're they, getting bots now that we're getting popular. Yeah, I, what they do yeah. is they follow like thousands of people, um, and then they have they have an automatic thing that if they don't get followed back by that person after a certain amount of time, uh, mm. they unfollow. Um, actually, they they just unfollow after a certain amount of time anyway. Um, yeah. So they're just hoping that you follow them back. Um, okay. Yeah. So Twitter is kind of riddled with that kind of stuff. It's it's not good 
Well, it's you know that's the beauty of the, of the the hashtag is that um, I, I follow everybody that follows us, and if you um and if you want to if you are a star citizen if you're a member of the org and you want to say something to your org mates, uh, use the hashtag because uh, um, I know I I search on that and I, and I think you guys do too. So yeah, yeah, um, I'm on that's there a way. Lot. Yeah, so. All right, and um, uh, we had a, a couple of notable tweets uh, last week. Um, uh, last Monday night, actually, about a week ago, um, we got a tweet from Mr. Uh, Poo Poo Haha, who was uh, patiently waiting at the bar for me to upload uh, episode 20 so that he could listen to it on his drive home. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm touched by that, and I'm just not really sure how I'm touched. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was kind enough to uh, point out a spelling error in uh, one of my tweets recently. Uh, <laughs> just basically hashtag back the incorrect spelling. And uh, I was like, oh, well, you know, I appreciate that. I, I think I ended up, I think the final thing I said to him was that he was very clever. <laughs> I, I like Mr. Ha Ha. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. He, 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 he's a, he adds value. Um, <laughs> and then one more time, uh, Matt and Richard, uh, Team Adlita, uh, thank you guys for everything that you've done uh, or you did out there at PAX. And, and that you're continuing to do on the forums, too. These guys are very active on the forums, too. So they're, um, they've got a lot of uh, good ideas, and they're sharing them with folks. And um, uh, so it's great to have people like that on board. So I kept, thanks, guys. Uh, I kept checking the hashtag specifically for their updates while they were, um, while they were live, uh, live tweeting uh, the event. So, yeah, yeah. it's very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that that picture of them with uh, Chris Roberts came across, and I was just like, oh my god! It was like, that was so cool. That was just so very cool. All right, um, we got some more iTunes reviews, um, and they were all five stars. I'm happy to report. Um, Yay! Song to the King corrected the spelling of the word commuting, so I think we're all feeling a little bit better about that. And we thank can, you for updating that. We can that. all rest easy now. <laughs> yes. Um, Crytic, who is also known as Acid Monk, said the podcast is therapy. <laughs> I'm, that's good, I guess. Uh, it's informative and entertaining. It's like chatting with friends about a game I'm obsessed with. So that's that. Perfect. That's what we're going for. So uh, is, thank you for noting that. He is sitting on the couch. He's telling us how he feels while he <laughs> enjoys the podcast. <laughs> Tell us about your Maza. <laughs> All right. And then Gravin Justice uh, sent us a nice review. He said that we are relaxed and informative and that the show is a great mix of star citizen information and laid back banter. So we thank you very much for that. Um, uh, we read them. We do appreciate it. Uh, so uh, we've we've already talked about this uh, a couple of times uh, uh, throughout the show, but we did uh, meet up um, in Arena Commander yesterday for our annual or annual our weekly uh, team meetup or group meetup, and uh, we had 14 folks out there this week. That was a good number. Um, we were sort of split across uh, 1.03 and the PTU. Um, a Stag, Iron Man, uh, Jonto, and myself. Uh, played in the PTU, and then we had Tam Demonium, uh, Chivalry Bean Lowmaster from the Guard Frequency Show uh, came out and played with us. Uh, thanks for coming out, That's Shiv. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah like, very cool. Uh, Likey Nibs was there. Jesse Satan, Hardpoint, uh, as I mentioned before, came out, as did uh, Hydro Fry, or uh, Hydro Fire, uh, Rurik, Fable Junkyard, and, of course, uh, our own Jimmy Ajax was there. Of course. Uh, of course. Uh, nobody in the org... Um, um, chat uh, this week, but I think that may have been because uh, we've changed uh, the uh, the page on how you come out and uh, uh, 
join us. So um, I think it's working the way that it's been going. So um, I think until maybe they until they update uh, the org tools or the website a little bit until Turbulent gets off their hind end and does something. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> wait, we'll wait, just wait, keep doing. Wait, 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 wait. People hang out and chat in the RSI org chat. Yeah. <laughs> Mind blown. I had no idea. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I totally a- have to stop over there now. Well, the, the general chat um, is um, is constantly going. The um, but you can go out if you go to our webpage. There is a an, uh, an org chat for um, for uh, our our um, users, and so if you go out there, then uh, you can um, uh, see if there's anybody in there and, and talk to them. There was a couple last week. There were a couple guys that were hanging out there, and uh, you know, one person I can't I apologize I don't remember who it was was asking about the game and saying you know. Um, you know, the kind of we've heard this a couple of times where folks are saying, "I don't have a lot of time," or you know, "I don't have a good ship," or, um, and you know, so it's just an opportunity to to tell someone, "Hey, you know, that's fine. You know, come come uh, play when you can with whatever ship you have. You know, the important thing is that you just come out and and play. We have the mumble server; it's free, so um, uh, it's just uh, you know, finding a community that you can come hang out with and uh, uh, enjoy this game. So that's what we're all about. Even a beta can make a difference. Even a even beta. a even a beta, yep. <laughs> All right, so um, that is pretty much uh, it. Wow, oh, God, you see, we're getting, we're coming right in on two hours there, Jimmy. Yeah, that's that's our yeah. that's our groove, that's our jam, that's right where we live, right in that two hour window. I think so. La- last week I turned into a pumpkin. I can hardly wait to see what happens this week. <laughs> All right, uh, that that might have been a too obscure. All right. Um, <laughs> So, um, you guys got anything else? Uh, you want to talk about any other games uh, that you've been playing real quick or uh, any upcoming stuff that you, uh, you all got going on? I have been playing nothing, um, but uh, I did notice uh, a thread on the RSI site that I thought was kind of interesting. It was, um, they, they laid out, they asked a question which was... Um, it was the RSI uh, dev or deep dive suggestion thread. Have you guys seen this? Mm-mm. So basically, they asked, "What was your top five uh, deep dives that you'd like to see?" And what was interesting about it is they list off, I don't know, thirty different mm. different topics. Which means that these are all to me. What I got out of it was that these are all topics that um, they're already planning on doing deep dives for. So I, I found it very insightful. Um, I'll post a link um, over on our site to it. Um, I picked okay, my five. Cool. And then maybe if you guys want, maybe we could talk about it next week and, and we can kind of discuss what our five were because it, it's a really, it, it's, it's just bullet points. It's just, you know, smuggling or uh, combat or, um, you know, weapons or the modular system. But there's a lot of them there. So... It's a really cool thread to check out. So these would these would be the design docs that we've been getting, right? Right, and basically okay. it was from from RSI, and they had listed I, I want to say twenty, okay, um, a different ones, and then basically everybody's voting on you know their top five. Okay. So like I said, for me, I mean, I voted on, I picked my top five, I voted, I posted in there, but for me, what I got out of it was it was really interesting to read all of these. Um, potential design docs because they're all to me that like i said they they have to be things that they're already planning on talking about or they're planning on already putting into the game if they have them up there for vote oh that's that's a that's a good point yeah 
Yeah, all right, that would be interesting. Yeah, post that link and we can uh, we can check it out and talk about because I think that that's really a good um, a good jumping off point for discussions about uh, how to support the organization because you know we've uh, obviously we have a um, you know a fleet of of mining ships. So uh, what other role areas are we interested in that we would like to learn more about that we would uh, play in support of um, this mining fleet? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I would love to see something talking about the mechanic how uh, you're going to use the Starfare, how you would, uh, how you're going to harvest. Uh, I think it's hydrogen is is what the the ship is going to harvest for fuel, and okay. uh, and how um, what sort of you know processing happens processing happens on the ship itself. You know what um, how the fuel gatherer um uh profession is going to work because i i think we i think we have two starfarers now i think we can probably use a third so um i'm still looking at that maybe as um as a big ship that might be uh, uh, a way i can uh, help out the org so all right uh john you got anything uh exciting to uh to share before we go uh just been playing planet side and that's about it planet side and arena commander Ah, cool, cool. Um, I have uh, been just playing Arena Commander whenever, um, whenever I get a chance to play, um, uh, which hasn't been a whole heck of a lot. Just been real busy, but um, uh, I am enjoying it. Looking forward to the one point one drop, um, and uh, so uh, keep an eye out for that. Oh, I'm sorry, I did pick up Elite Dangerous. Um, oh, you did? Oh, okay. yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, so I have <laughs> I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, that's why I didn't really think of it. But um, I guess the co-op update, which is called the Wings update, is supposed to be coming tomorrow, uh, which right. is Tuesday. And that is going to be adding functionality where you can join up with three other pilots and basically share missions and credits and stuff. Um, oh, okay. So that that should be good for uh, doing some co-op, but uh, yeah, I'm I I want to play some uh, Elite just to get a feel um, for how it's going to be in the PU in Star Citizen, um, and I think it's going to be since we're not going to be getting that until the end of this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'll be kind of fun to. Uh, get in there with a few people because there are there are uh, a, a good amount of people in our community that have the game uh, yeah. so yeah I'm looking forward to jumping in and playing some of that this week oh, okay cool uh, yeah give a shout out um, I've got it uh, I haven't updated it for a little bit but uh, I'd be happy to go out and um, and pew pew around with you for sure <laughs> I, I was surprised the all of the files the game files together is just like six gigabytes Oh, is it really? It's been a while since I, I downloaded it. Yeah, it's okay. really small. Huh, yeah, well. Well, it's all procedurally generated, so you, you get your algorithm and yeah. you know, away you go. Yeah, I guess so. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap this one up, guys. Uh, support Engine, everybody. They power our website. Please go to engine.com for all your site hosting needs. Support your Ronald Jenkies. Please do check him out at www.ronaldjenkies.com. We really do appreciate uh, you letting us use your music, Ronald. We enjoyed listening to it, too. I, uh, uh, I, I checked out a track called uh, New Soldier recently. Very, mm-hmm. very cool track. Very cool oh, track. Okay. Yeah, so if, if you go over to his website, check out New Soldier. It's, it's pretty cool. Oh, okay, cool. We'll, we'll do that. 
Alright, I am Gleep, and you can find me in the Those Guys with Ships Star Citizen Organization. I'm on the subscriber forums. I'm on, uh, I have to update my notes here. I am at versecast.org and on Twitter. Um, I've got my own email too. Um, it is gleep at versecast.org. Uh, check out the show notes linked to within the show notes for exact addresses and spellings because I'm a bit dyslexic like that. Jimmy? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter. Um, I spend a lot of time over there, but uh, I'm also over at the RSI site. Uh, you can find me over at the new Versecast website. And uh, you can, uh, yeah, just uh, all the info should be in the show notes. Yeah, Gleep? Spellings and whatnot? I, be- I believe it is. Let me let me check, Jimmy. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yes! It's all it's all there. Perfect. Yes. So, yeah, just check for spellings. But uh, you can find me most vocally uh, on Twitter. But uh, I'm definitely over at RSI, and I'm definitely over at Versecast. All right, cool. You John. can find me on Twitter and on RSI and in Planetside 2 and on Versecast.org at the only Jonto. <laughs> That's like Tonto, only with a J. <laughs> You're so consistent. <laughs> I like to have one name, and then it's easy to find me. It is. It really is. <laughs> um, you can email the show at comms at versecast.org, as well as tweet at us at versecast, um, where we will be sure to highlight whatever you send your our way on the show. Um, we respond to all our tweets, and uh, we we retweet and stuff like that be sure to use the hashtag tgws when you're tweeting about star citizen and all of our fellow guys with ships and some gals with ships is gals a word that people use yeah in yeah like 1896 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well s- some of us might have been around then. <laughs> you're gonna order a sarsaparilla too <laughs> mm, sarsaparilla <laughs> um, but yeah, if you use that hashtag, uh, we will be sure to check out your tweets. Uh, you can join our organization. We are those guys with ships at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash versecast. We would love to have you even as an affiliate, but being our your main org would be an honor. Um, you can join us at versecast.org where we have our forums and our mumble server, voice server, where uh, we all... Uh, join up t- together to uh, get in game and uh, play all sorts of games. Uh, and then be sure to review us on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and search for Versecast. Uh, we would really appreciate your review. We've, we're getting we're getting a pretty good amount of reviews, and I'm I'm uh, I'm happy to read them every week. Uh, so uh, if you haven't taken the time to do that, head over there and uh, shoot us a review. It actually helps us out quite a bit. Uh, yeah, 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 and, and uh, relative to our competition, we're doing pretty good too. Huh? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. People, people like that two two hour plus podcast. <laughs> I guess so. They do. Well, I, somebody was saying in the forums that they've got a really long commute every day, so we like to think that we're uh, we're making that drive a little easier. Yeah. Uh, yep. There you go. All right, keeping you awake on them long uh, road trips. Hopefully. <laughs> All right, well, um, until next time then, uh, we will see you in the verse. Take care, guys. See you later. Bye.